Welcome back to K-pop fighting. This is the co-host TYB and this is the co-host Kim. Yeah, so for this is like the first episode of two, year 2024. Yes, sir. Yeah, but like you know nothing changes just a feeling I guess. Uh-huh. But before we talk about like is there like we have to talk about our like what should I say life going on and everything but why don't we talk about like see since last year was gone for 2023 what why don't we talk about like one like album that you like the most or like not, that's just too big like what album you kind of feel like you want to talk about or anything is there any, any albums that you like you enjoyed you want uh, to share i mean that's a there's a lot uh yeah Amer- american pop probably like <laughs> Like a Travis Scott album, mm-hmm. like a Drake album, yep. you know, yada yada yada. Like tr- Taylor Swift uh, <coughs> record was pretty great. Uh, yeah. But K pop, probably Jonsumi mm-hmm. album, uh, BTS, uh, the, 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 the Jungkook from BTS. Yep, yep. His solo album was great. Oh, uh, that was amazing, actually. Yes. Uh, so I think, yeah, that's like the most memorable moments for me. I like the high tech album. Yeah, that was pretty good too. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There, there were many rock music that I liked actually this year. Uh-huh. I, yeah, and actually, I liked Pink Up, uh, Pink Panthers. Oh yeah, her album that was amazing. I love her. That that yeah. music was like amazing music. I kind of like want to talk about it like more and more so. But like, see, I'm not a, I I don't think I'm like legit speaker to talk about pop music so I kind of uh-huh. keep my energy going on but that was great music and yeah. also hip hop I like the Billy Woods Kenny Seagal maps oh yeah that was pretty good too like that's to me I nowadays I like hip hop but only when it has like a innovative sound with it I guess yeah and that album to me had that I like agree. innovative sound for me uh, like in regards to a hip hop I think I'm like wiggling back to more old school type mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. because, you know, even though I make electronic music, uh, I think like I, I want to lay back a little bit and like just groove <laughs> yep, <laughs> to yep. like, I don't know, like freaking 92 BPM boom uh-huh. bap song. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's more of a vibe to me. Oh, and I like the 100 gag. Oh, yeah. Oh, that album was amazing. Like that, to me, that was like the best rock album of that year. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, not even t- rock. technically it's like electronic rock. It's uh, not even rock, but like <laughs> it's just, you know, soul is rock to me. I mean, the, the way they uh, uh, inflect their vocals, <coughs> yep. it is very rock. Yeah. Uh, it is very emo rock. Yes. Uh, and yeah, 2023, like they say, they said that it has been a very slow year for hip hop and music in general, but. For me, like I, uh, it has been like a very entertaining year for music. Uh, me too, actually. I really like uh, West Side Gun album. Like oh. many people said, it was a it was an awful album. I mean, I agree to yep. a certain point, mm-hmm. but it was just entertaining for me to uh, just get to listen to his voice once again. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though he's like pretty old, um, yeah, he's a talented rapper. So yeah, I like the Stray Kids. Walk the new album. Oh yeah, that was the... pretty awesome too. And mm-hmm. I think we I talked about this already, but one of the most like my biased 
for K-pop. I mean, I listen to literally all the major albums, idol albums, but like right now my favorite. I mean, it's it's all like you know, synced with my newfounded passion for rock. Oh yeah, so, extraordinary L like heroes from JYP. Yeah, JYP. Yeah. They're very pop emo punk rock sound. Mm-hmm. But like their song called "Good Enough" is all English song. Oh, I, I gotta check that out. And very emotional. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really liked it actually. It kind of reminds me of your song actually, the "Good Enough." Yeah, that I'll, song. I'm definitely gonna check that out. I'm I'm really stoked. That song kind of feels me. It's like same on the same track as your single. Feels like that. Oh, so very like indie rock. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. chill alternative. Yeah, rock. yeah. It's yeah. it's even more chill, but still, it's oh, not yeah. a title song. Kind of like a Polaroid love type of song. Oh, I love know? that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's even more chill than that, but okay, yeah, but like, yeah. Speaking of feels like death, you're <laughs> publicly new like first yeah. album, first single. Yeah, go out. go go stream that out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That was I I worked worked hard for it. Uh, yep. Yeah, and and my bias, uh, K-pop project this year, it's gotta be Boy Next Door. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're like the new newest boy group. From the high. first boy group they launched, uh, in KOZ. Yep, so yep. Z Ghost Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like about them is that, uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. like K-pop idols these days, like they tend to have more intense, Crazy, electronic, yeah. uh sounds Powerful with sound. like a lot of english lyrics yep. like i'm not gonna say it's bad but uh they tend to have a little bit more english than korean these yep. days but uh boy next door they have like this one direction type of feeling mm-hmm. nice <laughs> like really boy band pop sound yeah. yeah very cute uh and they even have a little bit more alternative rock element with their music mm-hmm. uh and very very block b big bang a classic classic k-pop feeling it with them so i really like their music uh and i hope to listen more from them sounds good man yeah so that's just our like you know wrap up of this year's last year's music and everything yeah but i want to talk about one single that you actually was partially participated which is chanju's sururu yeah chanju she is the artist from my label your label yeah yeah i met her too and she was a great great talented singer and like yeah recently she made her like winter album right yeah it is like kind of her thing uh it's just like a christmas mm-hmm. uh single album mm-hmm. she uh did it uh, twice before i believe uh and she came out with uh a christmas single last year as well mm-hmm. uh, and this is like the second installment of the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christmas Fireplace uh, for You, t- Part 2. Uh, yeah. Sounds good, yeah. So, like, I that, that song, Sururu, is very, you know, very mellow and very, you know, smooth, kind of calm. Yeah, and it kind of makes you, like, cozy and yeah. sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. But the music video, you I heard you were participating in the music video. What what was it about? Oh yeah, <laughs> so Chanju she really likes cats, uh, and you know, she has two cats as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, uh, she she is a cat butler, <laughs> and it, it the music video was kind of about that, and there there's 
uh, five cats, uh, five guys in a cat uh, mask, uh, including me. Uh, and we were basically doing a pillow fight behind her mm-hmm. while she was uh, uh, in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. We were like fighting like intensely behind her, mm-hmm. which was a really fun video shoot. And the song is song was really great. That is like the funniest part because the song is very calm and chill, but the music video is very intense. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. So like, whatever you guys just go and check that out in music video on YouTube, and Mm -hmm. you'll see Gyun like the one on the left. Yeah, even though I am covered in uh, some white hoodie (coughs) and like a pajama and a cat mask, so you can't recognize him. But now you can now. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one with. The small height, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I, I, I mean, it's one of the very, very you know fun winter uh, song albums, and You're very wholesome. Yeah, not just that uh, that song, but like, the whole album is very cozy and like very yeah has a winter vibe. So although it's a January, but we can, I mean January is still winter. So like yeah, the Christmas spirit is still there. <laughs> I guess. So yeah. let's so let's go and like listen to that album too. So that was. Pretty much, I really enjoyed that album too. Actually, that was a very, very wholesome album. Yeah, that might be a best way to say it. Yeah, who doesn't like Christmas? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much, man. Yeah. yeah. Actually, today for DJ DOC, they've been out there for like what, twenty years. They started. They debuted on nineteen ninety four. So that's almost thirty <coughs> years. Yeah. Yeah. So like. There's no point for us to talk about their whole career. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. But like one thing I would talk talk about is actually their fifth album, because I think fifth album is a very important album. Yeah. And fifth album is called DJ DOC, The Life DOC Blues Five Percent. Very long album. <laughs> it was wow, released in two thousand. <laughs> That's like four years before I was born. <laughs> it's like 24 years old. Uh-huh. Oh man, that's like old album. And this album is like, <clears throat> I think this, we, I want to introduce this album because uh, this album was like a, to me, like a starting point of like a real hip hop, I guess Korean hip hop. Mm-hmm. Not because of its sound and everything. I mean, the Sky Lee, Yi Hazen, he's a leader and the producer of this team and his music is, basically started I mean he's a fan of hip hop he mm-hmm. likes Dr. Dre and everything but you can see he's more like a nightclub DJ and his music has very party rock type of theme, theme in it so yeah and, and also like a little bit of gangster rap in it yep 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 but yeah. like he envied hip hop so like his music has that kind of a little power in it but mm-hmm. then this in 2000 they were in like their worst life what should I say momentum right now and then because like the main singer Kim chang was having like a, his mother passed away and yeah. he had some very like legal issues and everything so like yeah there was a lot of things going on in his, in his life yeah so he couldn't participate in recording too much mm-hmm. who's the only singer so now two rappers had to work on the album and stuff mm-hmm. which is kind of Re, like a very in dangerous moment. Yeah, I mean, it is like a very risky <coughs> situation. Yeah, so they their career might be in the, in the end, or mm-hmm. be done with it. But like, 
that's when they started making their own music and it was very what should I say the spirit was very hip hop mm-hmm. and they put their raw music into it and because of that their album usually like anytime they people pick the what should I say the album of all the greatest of all time albums and everything this album always gets in yeah <coughs> because of its spirit and everything and so and because of that I kind of wanted to explain this album and show it to you guys and everything mm-hmm. and one thing that I kind of want to talk about is the uh, eighth song Kidarigo is I'm waiting okay because it has anthem you know what anthem is yeah uh, but I don't know this particular song uh, oh so I gotta go and check that out anthem is a four boy band oh oh you mean oh no I I, I don't know anthem I, I, I thought you were talking about like an anthem in general oh, no, no, no 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 anthem is a song okay not a group group and like they featured in it oh it's like a what should I say acapella kind of group oh wow there there was now in the in the group yeah so that's like crazy you, that's the first time actually public Korean public listened to now actually crazy and then like I I still remember like I listened to this album when I was in like when mm-hmm. I was young and whenever I hear this song I was like shocked by Nao's voice it was like wow. who the heck is this guy <laughs> And then after two years, everyone knew him because of the, what is it, the, uh, already one year, that song came out and everyone knew him. Yeah. But even before that, this song, oh my gosh, they were crazy. And this song is very <coughs> smooth R&B. Mm-hmm. That was a very, like, fun moment. And then there was this, I don't know love yet. This song was, like, produced yeah. and then, had a Joonseon of roller coaster in it. Yeah. It has a very indie pop vibe in it actually, but mm-hmm. but still very pop, party rock and stuff, which was very. What should I say? It was not common to use that kind of you know party mainstream hip hop vibe mm-hmm. for the Korean album and everything. So it was actually very interesting for me to actually listen to all those songs or DOC Blues. Which was song produced by, um, well, I mean produced by Yuhan, you know, Sky Lee, of course. But it just talks about how poor they are, yeah. it, like how, financially, how things weren't like going well for them. Yeah, I mean that's not hip hop. I mean hip hop, in general, talks more about you know swagging, yeah, and flexing and all that. <laughs> but like here, he, like you know, show off, not show off. He, like, stop showing off and like shows his real self and everything. That was, yeah, very interesting to me. So, like, those, like, singles were all very, what should I say, showing me all those emotional part of it. But it's not those emotional parts that gets in. It was the Pojori, which is fighting against the yeah. police. And then LIE, which is, like, attacking against the journalist. Mm-hmm. That kind of gets in all the tension. And it was a point. That was a point because... The singles that I talked about all goes like from the mm-hmm. second half, half of it. Yeah. Like the first they have like this nuclear launch tactic. They have like all those like boom, 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 bomb on it. Yeah. <coughs> so like that's our LIE and Pojori. Those were like the, what should I say, 
Yeah, they had that NWA type of spirit. Yeah, yeah, more like a fight against the society type of <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Vibe in it, like... Have you ever, like... Did, so, did you check those two singles, maybe? Uh, I, I know uh, Pozori because mm-hmm. uh, I heard that it was actually, like, a really, uh, really big... Uh, it was I, a big scandal. Yeah, it was a big scandal because, like... For instance, in like 2023, if I uh, if I release a song about police, and if I say like "f the police" or like "screw them, screw this," like it wouldn't be like that much of a c- c- uh, controversy because I guess freedom of speech uh, and all that, uh, uh, freedom of art form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back then, I was really surprised that the policemen from from the department. Uh, uh, filed a lawsuit against them, even though it wasn't like directly towards them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the police didn't. Uh, <coughs> police threatened to uh not uh guard DJ DOC when they were performing in the mm-hmm. festival. Mm-hmm. And I think like it is pretty crazy because yeah. it's like only twenty twenty something years ago. Yep. Uh, and. Not that long time ago. No, actually, uh, and the police department having a beef with, with like a hip hop group. Yeah. I think that is like the most savage moment for DJ DOC. That is actually, <coughs> and I think it was that time of the year. It was almost the end of the you know fight against the freedom of speech and everything. Yeah, and for sure. After that, now nowadays they don't do it unless I guess nowadays people don't do that as much. I guess now. Since G Dragon got you know all like proven not guilty, if he say it, everyone would just get by with it. <laughs> For sure, because uh, I think it was a reach uh, to you know uh, persecute G Dragon. Uh, like it is definitely a re- reach because you know they don't have any evidence and all. So if G Dragon does it, it would be uh, it would be just justified. Uh, yeah, I mean, that. but everyone knows what happened, what, what he went through. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows the context. But <coughs> even like as long as like it doesn't collide with the general ethical issues, mm-hmm. I think the freedom of speech it is provided out here for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think I want to talk about this because this album. Like DJ DOC are like part of the '90s new generation dance group, like Sateji and those guys, kind of you know prototype of K-pop. Yeah. But like, actually, HOT fought against the society, but yeah, but in a designed way. Like they never crossed the line. Uh, yeah, and they did it like in a safe way. In a in an art form, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. like in like a more uh, produced. Uh, like as a project. Yep, yep. But what I feel about DJ DOC is that they are like rebels. Yeah, they they were like, raw. Yeah, and they intend harm. Yep, exactly. Uh, and they intend the the downfall of the of the uh, of the power structure, the powerhouse yeah, hierarchy. Yeah, they were like the renegade actually. Like yeah, yeah, yeah and they were not controlled. And because of that, they after this. They had many, many hardships, and some of them, they actually caused it. Yeah. But and my point... Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, and, and that's <coughs> why I respect them as musicians. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like you said, 
they have been in like several controversies yeah. due to the same uh, behavior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like a double-edged sword. Yeah. But I think because DJ Deus existed, like the K-pop industry could go into like a next yeah. stage and everything where they have more freedom, but they learn to use it more, what should I say? Responsible. Responsible way and more, more like a, more, what should I say, uh, see, more, what, what would be a good way? I mean, this is worst type of thing to do in podcasts, to, you know, go grooming, going rumbling on and on, but it's hard oh, to yeah. actually talk about it. Like, it's more uh, separated and more leadership and more, it's all, I mean, K-pop is more like, almost like a sacred, you know? Mm, yeah. You gotta be that holy one. <laughs> I mean, it still can be vulgar and it can be energetic and it can be against the machine, but in a controlled way. Uh, I think I agree with you, but, you know, in a uh, lawful way, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in an ethical way, yeah, because I think that, like, that applies to most musicians as well. Yep, but, yep. Uh, you know, some, some people, like, uh, for example, one of those underground Korean artists that like causes trouble all the time. Like, but like I, I, I'm I'm not gonna name drop anybody. I, I, I can, uh, I, I I like one name passed me by, but I'll just not say it. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I think we probably like, talked about the same guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that one pro- problematic guy, that yeah, yeah. one specific guy, right? Yeah. You know, he, one of those guys, like those guys make like quality music, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta say, like, they are, like, on the national level of quality. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and their stance in music and what they stand, stand about in music is actually pretty respectable. Yep. Most of the times they talk about freedom uh, and, like, fighting against the unlawful stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that, but their actions do not represent that, right? Uh and th- th- those type of behavior cannot be tolerated in you know modern society and i think that is the reason why k-pop artists like the major k-pop artists yeah. are trying their best to stay in their lane and trying to be a good role model to make their I- idea ideology i don't want to say ideology that's weird uh, their uh, vision, vision, yeah. uh, and their message to the society more clear, and not not get their uh, motives, and not be their, uh, n- you know, not be their original message ruined by their actions. Yeah, I mean, uh, make it more balanced, I guess. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, and actually, that's the reason why I wanted to introduce this album. I mean. Probably not many K-pop fans listen to this album and probably doesn't even know about yeah. this album. It's like the raw, like a rebel energy. Really underground yeah, as well. Before K-pop, but now we have K-pop. And with the K-pop, it's more controlled. But it's not always a bad thing to be controlled and have more, more responsible, more balanced way, I think. Because like, whenever we listen to pop music, I'm not going to you know, state the real singer or anything. Sometimes we can just feel it. It's just off balance. Yeah, right. <coughs> I know their point, and I can see their point, and they're very genuine about their emotions, and they have 
like a, what they are stand on, and they have mm-hmm. like a skin in the game, sure, but it's off balance for sure. Yeah, and you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those, I'm not that type of person to uh, not listen to somebody because of their ethical decisions or beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, music is music, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But one thing is clear that uh, I prefer uh, more well-behaved uh, musicians because. That way, the message is more clear and the vision is out there. Uh, that's just for me. Uh, and the thing I like about this album is that I think it paved the way to a lot of artists. Yep, yep. It's basically like the blueprint of, what should I say, like a lot of K-pop, K-hip-hop albums such as like The Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh, wait. Dynamic Duo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... And... <coughs> uh, all the way through, like the school, too cool for school, or the school trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by BTS, or even like, you know, Big Bang's like tw- two thousand seven album. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that it has that raw energy in it. G Dragon always like you know, put like a was on the line on like DZ DUC, but they were he was always pushing the limit. Yeah. <laughs> always trying something new, and you know sometimes be very vulgar but in a more controlled way mm-hmm. in a more respectful way I guess so that's very I think that's one thing that's why like in America sure they have a freedom of speech and everything but because of that it just at some point we all know it just went too far yeah yeah there's like this one you know who who always gets in controversies yeah who always gets their deal uh, <laughs> turned down yeah uh, who lost like bil- millions of dollars in one night? It's you know who. Uh, I think that's like the side effect of freedom of speech. I but mean, still. we can talk about Kanye West. Come on, <laughs> he's not gonna sue us or anything. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just trying to, you know, state it in a more humorous <laughs> way. Yep, yep. Just yep. like how people treat Voldemort. <laughs> I guess yeah. I I like his music. I, I love his. I I, with all the scandal, I'm still waiting for his music. I mean, at least he uh, made an apology oh, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. his past statements. And I think this is like his first time apologizing actually, to anyone. Actually, I, I, I agree with you. So actually. I was surprised. <laughs> but like, I think, yeah, the K-pop has its like decency, I guess, in it. And that kind of... But I'm not saying I'm not degrading DJ DOC there. No. The person who kind of pushed the boundary, and then you know, after that, the the limits started to happen and everything, and it, it, yeah. it was very interesting moments for me to and, like talk about, yeah. And uh, even though Kim Chang-yeol wasn't, he didn't contribute that much on this album. Yeah, two, three singles. Uh, yeah. I think this album's like one of the most memorable moments in this album is the hook, the chorus part of "Back to You." No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like his his like the way Kim Chang Yeo uh it expresses himself is so monumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh it's been on a lot of Korean shows uh and it, it's been paid homage to a lot of times. Uh and even I knew this song. Run to I, you. I, I yeah. I've known this song. Run to you? Yeah. yeah. Run to you, not back to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For like <coughs> For all my life, basically, and mm. I, I never even heard this song like the right, t- like the right way. I never searched it up, it's and just, I never it's listened to it. It's just part of your life, yeah. Yeah, I know the lyrics. Uh, 
Yeah, and Kim Sung Yo, he's also like a famous uh, meme figure as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 fighter, uh, yeah, street fighter, street fighter, uh, and he's also known for his like convenience store bento, uh, <laughs> which was like l- really lacking in content. Yeah, well, he was uh, suing the coworkers because yeah. they were doing it, probably right for him. Yeah, yeah. but like I think with all the problems aside, his this album kind of showed the way of like. For us to like, you know, go for more boundaries, but yeah. then, but I think EXO and Stray Kids and BTS, when they talk about society, it's more what should I say? It's less. Uh, it's more. I would say objective and more artistic and more slanted. I would say. Oh yeah, and more uh, not offending anyone. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the. I guess K-pop is more like what Emily Dickinson said: the tell all the truth, but tell it slanted. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna get blind or anything. That's a poem, right? Yeah, that is a really good saying, uh, and I agree because truth might be harsh to oh, some person, so, some some people. I agree. I agree. Uh, and the the best way to give remedy to people is to give it the right way, slow and, way. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't want to say it the right way, but the slower and the more uh, peaceful G- way. Gentle way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, come to while we were talking about it, there was a guy who talked about this about how K-pop should be balanced and K-pop should be you know more uh, uh, sacred or separated by the you know vulgarity of the society, which is a producer called Ryan Jun. Oh, okay. He's a yeah. producer of uh, Ive, and he's yeah. a producer of actually he did a lot of EXO work and Shiny. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, Chinese older stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even View. Oh, okay. View and Lucifer are okay. one of his like famous ones. So yeah, like, I definitely know know the songs. Yeah, so, so like we talked a lot about the producers before, so it might be fun to go back to the K-pop producers. So for next week, we'll talk about Ryan Jun. Yeah. All right, that's. I mean, DJ DLC episode was kind of off the the topic. It seems like, but that was a point because I want to talk about the vulgarity and like the the influence influence and you know. One thing about K-pop, this is like very Tupac type of or Jay Z type of mm-hmm. you know, K-pop, and then we'll think of what is the difference. And this is like one of the stage that they passed to you know come to this far so like yeah so that's kind of it shows us a lot about the impact and like what we do yeah so yeah that was something we wanted to talk about but I I think it'll make more sense when we talk about Ryan John next week yeah so until then it was that was it for today's episode and for next week we'll talk about Ryan John producer live so until then have a safe week. Oh, sorry for all the cough. I was like having a crazy <laughs> runny nose. Yeah, but, it's one of those times of the year. Hopefully next time I'll be more healthier yeah. and have a better voice quality. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to come back next year. Yep, yep. I mean, I mean next week. Next week, so, uh, yep. And we'll have s- a blessed year, guys. Yep, uh, have a health, healthy way. Yeah. Healthy week, too. Yeah, take care of yourself. Yep, goodbye. Yeah, and we're going to see you next week. Bye.